this is cool. I feel like I'm back in uh, my youth pastor days. Um, nice. Um, I wanted to to start off with um, a little, just a little message on the question of: Is Christianity a religion or a relationship? And you'll see that I'm basically basing this off a cliche, okay? You might have heard some of these things. You might have heard the words, Christianity is not a religion, it's a relationship. Who's heard that? All of you. Cool. You might have heard, like, Jesus came to abolish religion. Yeah. You might, you might hear people say, I'm spiritual, but not religious. That person's going to say bad stuff. Um, religion is like a man-made attempt to earn God's favor. Some people think that way. Um, religion is just a straitjacket of rules. It's bad. Jesus is free. You know, those, those kind of things is what I'm getting at. There's a... Uh, show my age here. Um, there's a, a poem that came out many years ago. Uh, by a guy called Jefferson Bethke. And he it's called Why I Hate Religion But Love Jesus. Anyone heard of that? Okay. Viral on early YouTube. Um, Pre-Facebook probably. Okay. It's a foundational question. And it's based on those kind of cliched sayings. It's a foundational question. So. Let's do a show of hands. Okay. Who's the question? Is Christianity a religion or a relationship? How many of you are like, not sure? Okay. Religion? Who thinks Christianity is a religion? Who thinks Christianity is a relationship? Okay. We're talking mutually exclusive there. Like, if it's, a, uh, it's interesting. Because if we think about and this is why I wanted to to talk about this and really look at the issue myself. It's a foundational question. You say, like, I'm a Christian. Well, what does that mean? If we can't even put it into terms of religion and relationship, I think that's a problem. So I think it's cool to, to look at. Couple, let's do a couple definitions before I go with... And you can disagree with me on this. This is not like expounding the Bible. You must agree with this. Jesus is God. You have to agree with me. Tim Keller says, I like his definition of religion. He says, a religion is a set of beliefs that explains what life is about, who we are, and how we should spend our time. That's quite broad, right? What life is about, who we are, and how we should spend our time. That's what a religion is. A set of beliefs. And a relationship, according to the dictionary on Google, is the way or state in which two or more people or things are connected to each other. Okay, so it's just basically relationships connecting them to one another. And we're using the term Christianity. Some people take issue with that. Why do you come up with the word Christianity? Like, that's not in the Bible. Well, in Acts chapter 11, the followers of Jesus were called Christians. Christianity, the religion of Christ, those who follow Jesus. 
So it shouldn't be a... If anyone says that to you, you can just say, yeah, the term Christian is in the Bible. They started it in the early church. So as we think of religions and we think of relationships, I really think we need to start off thinking about the fact that there are false religions and what I would call unsaving or false or unreconciled relationships with God. Let's look at false religions. A false religion is any way, any unbiblical, un-God-ordained way of seeking to relate to God. Think about, like, just think about the Old Testament of the Bible. If you were in Sunday school, you've, you've read the Bible, think about it. The golden calf. Right? That golden calf. That was a false religious attempt at worship of God. Um, Jesus says to the Pharisees in Matthew 23, He calls them whitewashed tombs. Because their religion sought to externally look good and religious and holy, but inside they were dead. He called the religion of the Pharisees a false religion. One of the um, classics, Leviticus chapter 10. If you if you start reading through the Bible and you're in Leviticus and you kind of don't know what's going and you just stop reading, don't give up. Keep going through it. It's got some gems like Leviticus chapter 10. Aaron's sons. Who knows where I'm going with this? Aaron's sons. Offer, make an offering of worship to God. Listen to what happens. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, not good names for your kids one day, took their stances, put fire in them, added incense, and they offered unauthorized strange fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. So, this is religious. They made an offering to God that God had not commanded them to do. So fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Moses then said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke of when he said, Among those who approach me, I will be proved holy in the sight of all the people. I will be honored. The early part of Leviticus chapter 10. These people approached God in a way that God had not commanded them, and he demonstrated his holiness by taking their strange fire and putting a fireball on them. Quite a classic story. There are, therefore, I would say, false religions. There also are unreconciled, unsaving relationships with God. Each one of us, every human being, has a relationship with God as Creator. By virtue of the fact that He created us, we have a relationship with Him. But places like Romans chapter 5 says, For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more now we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. It sets up that all those who, this is basic Christianity, all those who sin against God, rebel against him, become his enemies. We might say, well I don't feel like an enemy of God. 
Well, because he's our creator, he gets to set the terms as to how we live. And when we say, no, no I'm going to live my way, we become God's enemies. There are false religions and there are unreconciled relationships. Is Christianity a religion or a relationship? Well, this has now set up our problem. I would say, and I think you could make this point very clearly and strongly, everyone has a religion and a relationship with God. Everyone does. The question is, what kind? You following with me? Anyone want to disagree at this point? Everyone has a religion and a relationship with God, even atheists. I want to just very briefly uh, look at John 14. I want to read a part of it. If you want to pull out your Bible, uh, John 14. It's famous for one line, but I want us to, to see something in here. John 14, verse 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And we'll jump through to verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, to be with you forever, even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I love that line. I will come to you yet a little while and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father and I will love him and manifest myself. can't unpack this whole text tonight is Christianity a religion or a relationship? <laughs> I would argue both. It's both. A friend of mine who is a pastor said it is a relationy religion. A relationy religion. I like that. It is a religion. It is a set of beliefs and an understanding of how to live and how to spend our time and a definition of who we are. Jesus says He is the way, the truth, the life. He is the way we get to God. Augustine, or Augustine, the early church father in the 4th century, he pointed out that the word religion 
comes from the Latin word religio, and the root of that is a word called religere, which simply means a question of how to join humanity with God. Religion is the question of how a people joined with God. Religion is the doctrine, the worship, the practices of Christianity. They are religious things. They show us how to come to God. Christ says in verse 21, He says, Keep my commandments. He's telling people how to live. That is by nature religious. Jesus never said, Be free, trust in me, and be done. He says, I want you to live a certain way. I want you to believe certain things about me and about about God. Keep my commandments. The book of James uses the term religion positively. It says in verse 22 of James, James chapter 1, he says, But be doers of the word, and I hear us only deceiving yourselves. And then he says, If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. And then he says, Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction, and to keep oneself unstained from the world. The Bible uses the term religion positively. It uses it in such a way that we have to to bridle our tongue, to, to love and serve others, and to also keep oneself unstained from the world, to live a holy life. I find that such a challenging text. That when we truly believe the claims of Christianity, it causes us to live in a different way. Jesus is often set up as the anti-establishment poster boy against religion. He is all the time. And his run-ins with the Pharisees was absolutely a run-in against religion, but a certain kind of religion, a false religion. Jesus, but we've got to think of it this way. Jesus preached on commandments. He instituted baptism in his name. He instituted something called the Lord's Supper. He gave us what we know as the Lord's Prayer. Kevin DeYoung says, If religion is characterized by doctrine, commands, rituals, and structure then Jesus is not your go-to guy for hating religion. I love that. So it is a religion. Christianity absolutely is a religion. But it's also a relationship. Relationship. We see that in John 14 when he's talking about like, I will be in you, you will be in me, I am in the Father. I think, for many of us, when we think of Christianity as a relationship, and I'm constantly baffled by how important this concept is in Scripture, we have too low an understanding of Christianity as relationship. We think, like, oh, it's a relationship, and we pray to God, and, yeah, just like talk with Him, and love Him, it's great. Scripture sets it up in such a wonderful, big way says that we are in Christ. Our relationship with Christ is 
is so strong that we are united with him. That's how scripture talks about it. Paul uses that, that kind of terminology something like 250 times in scripture. Everywhere. We are united with Christ. That's that relationship. It is so close. It says in John 14, Because I live, you also will live. Isn't that the picture of baptism? You've died with me, you also live with me. Romans chapter 6. Such a close relationship. It is a life-giving relationship. Because Christ rose from the grave, all those who trust in him by faith will rise again. They have eternal life simply by knowing him through faith. The Christian is in relationship with Christ. We're in a union, a mystical, and I use that word freely, a mystical union, united by faith, bound by the Holy Spirit, who Romans tells us, seals us together in Christ. Unbreakable bond. There's a permanence in that. And that's a wonderful thing. There's an absolute permanence in that, that the faithful God holds us and keeps us there. Reflecting on the wedding on Friday, I mentioned that part of relationship, the deepest relationship, is when we know we are loved and known. It's scary for us when we think we're loved, but people don't know us. And in our relationship with Christ, we are shown to be loved so wonderfully by Him and known perfectly. That He knows our thoughts and our struggles, our dreams, our hopes, our aspirations, and yet loves us. He knows us at our worst and does not run from us. The deep, comforting truth. It is a, a relationship. And we are known. The Christian has, in our relationship with Christ, an identity that is so wonderful. I mean, we were joking on, on, during the week that, oh, you're Jono's wife. My wife always says, i just now not known as Lauren anymore. I'm just known as Jono's wife. And um, I'm probably going to be known just as Jack's dad. Uh, one day, there's a certain sense in which being in relationship crafts an identity, right? And um, you're such and such person's friend. Um, there's an identity in there. And the Christian has this wonderful part of the relationship in which our identity is tied up in our relationship with Christ. I am a Christian. That means I have a relationship with Christ. I'm united with Him. The fact that Christianity is a relationship, I was talking to my wife about this, also just really drives against the idea that so many have, is that Christianity is simply like praying a prayer, getting saved, and then nothing else happens after that. It can't be a one-time thing. It is an ongoing thing. We're in union with Christ, and therefore we seek to know Him and and, and, and worship Him and, 
enjoy that relationship and think on it and um, yeah it's a relationship important in this relationship though is to understand who gets to set the terms who gets to set the terms you thought of that when a when a husband and wife to a degree or a friend they get together they kind of set their terms whether you say it out loud or, or not you you set the terms of the relationship together but in this case God sets the terms for us. We will come to him in this way. We'll know him in this way. He sets the terms. And there's something freeing in that. Because he is good. He always knows what's best. The creator crafts the relationship in such a way for the ultimate blessing and benefit to us. This relationship is set up in such a way that it could really not be better for us. And if we disagree with that, we need to just simply look at the end of the book of Revelation to see how it ends up for us. That relationship turns into a, a permanent, glorious relationship where we are sinless, beholding Christ, never struggling ever again. God is for our good. It is a religion. It is a relationship. Some of the things that I think we can miss out on is that we can forget some of these parts. If we forget Christianity is a religion... We start believing that we can go to God, and we can relate to God, and we can worship God however we want. That's dangerous. Because what we do is we tend to simply create a religion in our image. That's not helpful. That's what happens right at the beginning. That's what happens when you offer strange fire. Um, we might believe false things. For God's given us His Word, so we might not be led astray. When we forget it's a religion, we might live and seek to love however we want in ways that God has not shown us. And that ultimately is damaging to us. Every time God says no, it is for our good. And when we forget Christianity is a religion, we actually manage, because we mess things up and create everything in our own image, we actually mess up the relationship part. Because it becomes a relationship on our terms. And on our own, we do not know how to get to God. However, on the other side of this, if we forget that it is a relationship, we can do that thing where we become comfortable with it being a one-time thing. Christianity, I've done that, I'm moving on, who cares? Another thing we could be is we just have this cold, just very cold, dry, dull religion. I don't want that. All of us, for many of us, I'm sure that's a great, great fear. If we forget that Christianity is a relationship, we can forget that we are called to love God, to, lo 
to love Jesus Christ, that he is to not only be Savior, but an object of affection. We can forget that if it's not a relationship. Naturally, also, if we forget that it's a, a relationship with the God of the universe and the Savior and Lord of all, we, cre- we become self-focused. We become self-focused. Isn't that the... Think about it. Isn't that the essence of what's called the prosperity gospel, the health, wealth, and prosperity gospel, where you, you're simply using Jesus to get stuff? It's a self-focused thing. And it's so destructive. And if we forget that Christianity is a relationship, we won't pray. We won't pray. We won't realize this immense, this immense blessing that we have, this possibility of communing with the God of the universe who created all things, who cares about what we have to say, who tells us in places like John 14 to ask in his name. Christ says, ask in my name and I'll give to you. Forget it's a relationship. We will move that on. So it's easy to forget both parts. I want us to, as I finish up, I want us to to realize as well, the religion and the relationship part can absolutely serve each other. And we should think of it that way. They can serve each other. Knowledge about God ought to help us grow in our worship, in our prayer, and our affection. Think about it this way. If I said to you right now, I love my wife. She's great. I love being married to her. She's beautiful. She makes me feel good. I love her her blonde hair, um, her blue eyes. I love going on dates with her. Her favorite thing is going fishing. Um, we, we go out fishing all the time, um, and, 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 it, and it's wonderful. Um, she she loves a good scotch, and... Um, Hates coffee, hates chocolate, um, so it's easy. Um, you're laughing. Because none of those things are true. Apart from the fact that she's beautiful. My bad. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? What we believe, what we think, what we know influences what we do, and it influences the relationship. And if I treat my wife like she's me, the relationship's going to go bad. What we know about God, and our study, and our, our hearing of the Word, it ought to help us in our relationship. Another thing is when we're, we're called to be obedient, you know, in the Ten Commandments, it's something so good. If you read Exodus 20, before God gives the Ten Commandments, He says, I am the God who called you out of Egypt. And what He's saying there is, 
I am the God who has a relationship with you, Israel. I have been good to you. I have saved you. I have shown my grace to you. I've shown my mercy to you. I am for you. Here, live this way. And that's so crucial. Because what that says is that the relationship helps then the religious part of like keeping commandments and all those rules and things that people view as straitjackets. They come in a context of, I am good, I am for your good, I want your good, I am faithful, I am loving, I am kind, I have shown my faithfulness to you, now live this way. So as we do some of these organized parts of religion, and gathering, and hearing words, and taking the supper, and being baptized, and praising and worshiping, see them, study, see them as means to an end of knowing God and delighting in Him. If we go back very briefly to the definitions then. A relationship is the way or state in which two or more people or things are connected to each other. Well, Christianity is a relationship. It is a relationship when we are in an eternal, reconciled relationship with the God of the universe in union with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, bound together by the Holy Spirit. And a religion is a set of beliefs that explains what life is about, who we are, and how we should spend our time. Well, what do we do with that? The Westminster Shorter Catechism says, What is the chief end of man? And it answers by saying, To glorify God and enjoy Him forever. What do we do? We are to glorify God by being reconciled through the gospel of His Son. We have an identity. That's who we are. We have an identity as followers of Jesus Christ in union with Him. And what do we do with ourselves? What do we do with our lives? We seek to enjoy Him and love Him and love those around us as we seek to glorify our God. That's a wonderful calling. It's a, it's a relation, a religion that encompasses all of life.